The success of the security forces is partly due to synergy between the law enforcement and central intelligence agencies. The coordination between the two has resulted in actionable intelligence and precise counter-terror action with awareness of the agencies on social media and terror channels. Counter-terror data reveals that the total number of terror-related incidents has come down from 417 in 2018 to 110 up to September 30, 2022, with 255 incidents in 2019, the year the Modi government abrogated Article 370, 244 in 2020, 228 in the entire 2021 and 90 up to September 30, 2021. The dip in terror-related incidents is due to activated counter-insurgency grid and efficient action by the JKP, security forces and the special CT forces of the Indian Army. The law and order situation in the terror-hit UT has vastly improved with the total number of incidents drastically coming down from 825 in 2018 to 24 up to September 30, 2022, with no incidents in the Jammu sector. There were 584 incidents in 2019, 147 in 2020, 77 in 2021 and 65 up to September 30, 2021, for direct comparison. India has countered UK Home Secretary Suela Braverman's claim that the Migration and Mobility Partnership MMP, had not worked very well to say that India had initiated action on all cases raised with it under the agreement. In response to a PTI query about Braverman's interview in The Spectator that branded Indians as the largest group of people who overstay their visas in the UK, the Indian High Commission here said that India awaits demonstrable progress on certain commitments undertaken by the UK government under the MMP that was signed last year. As part of our wider discussions under migration and mobility, the Government of India is committed to working with the Government of the UK to facilitate the return of Indian citizens who have overstayed their visa period here in the UK, the High Commission of India's statement said on Thursday. As per the data shared with the Home Office, as of date, action has been initiated on all of the cases referred to the High Commission. Further. The UK has also undertaken to fulfill certain commitments as part of the Migration and Mobility Protocol, on which we await demonstrable progress, it said. With reference to Braverman's controversial comments about having visa-related reservations over the proposed Free Trade Agreement FTA, being negotiated between the two sides, the High Commission noted that any future arrangements would be of mutual benefit. While certain issues pertaining to mobility and migration are currently under discussion as part of these negotiations, any comment on these matters may not be appropriate given that the negotiations are underway, and that any arrangement will include issues of interest to both sides, the High Commission said. 
At least 14 Hindu women in the U.S. state of California have been attacked by a man who also ripped their jewelry in a spate of hate crimes, authorities said. According to the Santa Clara County District Attorney's Office, 37-year-old Lathan Johnson reportedly targeted older Hindu women and tore necklaces off their necks during a two-month crime spree that began in June. Johnson, a Palo Alto resident, stole necklaces from his victims before making off in a getaway vehicle. He also hurt the women in the process, particularly those between 50 and 73, reported ABC7 News. He was accused of forcefully removing jewelry from the necks of the women. In one such instance, he reportedly pushed a woman to the ground before punching her husband in the face, ripping off her necklace, and jumping inside a getaway car. In another such case, a woman's wrist was broken during the attack, the report added. Johnson was apprehended by the Santa Clara Police Department and the U.S. Marshal's Office, although the Milpitas Police Department was the first to link him to the crimes. He was connected to a getaway car by them. If convicted, Johnson will face a maximum jail term of 63 years. The next hearing in the case will take place on November 4. All of the stolen necklaces are estimated to be worth roughly 35,000 US dollars. The district attorney's office stated that almost all the victims were wearing a sari, bindi, or other types of ethnic attire when they were attacked. The majority of the incidents, which began in June, occurred in San Jose, Milpitas, Sunnyvale, and Santa Clara. Up leader Rajendra Pulgottam who is at the center of a row over an alleged event of mass conversion in Delhi told news agency ANI that he has faith in Buddhism and that the constitution gives the freedom to follow any religion. The BJP is afraid of up. They can only lodge fake cases against us. The AAP leader said after BJP leaders on Friday demanded Rajendra Pulgottam's suspension from the party over the conversion event, the videos of which went viral. On October 5, Rajendra Pulgottam posted photos from the event of Mission Jaihim and wrote that more than 10,000 intellectuals at the event took a pledge to make a caste-free India by returning to Tathagata Gautam Buddha's them. The Delhi BJP on Friday held a press conference condemning the conversion and questioned the presence of the Delhi minister. Calling it an insult to Hinduism and Buddhism, Delhi BJP MP Manoj Tawari said, This is an insult to Hinduism and Buddhism. Our ministers are attempting to incite riots. The minister should immediately be removed from the party. We are submitting a complaint against him. BJP is anti-national. I have faith in Buddhism. Why does anyone have trouble with it? Let them complain, Rajendra Pulgottam said. Chief Justice of India Yomesh Lalit, who is set to retire on November 8, has been asked by the government to name his successor, people familiar with the matter said. The Union Law Ministry has written to Siege A.I. Ulalit over the matter to name the 50th Chief Justice of India. Siege A.I. Ulalit had taken oath in August as the 49th CJI. President Rupdi Murmu had administered him the oath at the Rashtrapati Bhavan as he succeeded Justice N.V. Rimnar, who had retired on August 26. The law minister, as per the standard protocol, writes to the Chief Justice of India to name his or her successor. Justice T.Y. Chandrachur is the senior most judge in the Supreme Court after the Siege A.I. The CJI, as per protocol, names the senior most judge as his or her successor. Siege A.I. Ulalit who was designated as a senior advocate by the top court in April, 
2004, was enrolled as as an advocate in June, 1983. He has been a member of the Supreme Court of India Legal Services Committee for two terms. He was appointed as a judge in the top court in 2014. Meanwhile, Justice T. Y. Chandrachur had earlier served as the additional Solicitor General of India in 1998. He was sworn in as the Chief Justice of the Allahabad High Court in 2013. He has been associated with the Bombay High Court too. He was elevated as a judge in the top court in 2016. He is scheduled to retire in November 2024. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.